Welcome to the podcast. Before we get started on today's podcast, let me tell you how to get in touch with us. You can follow us on Instagram at firstcomeslovetcm. You can call the voicemail at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. Or you can email us at let's talk at firstcomeslovethencomesmarriage.com. Hey y'all, welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. (laughs) On this 10th episode, we're doing Flashback Friday. So listen up. Let's go. Welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And we are doing a flashback Friday talking about the olden days. So here's the question. If you could go back in time, and you love a time travel, baby. I love time travel. (laughs) You love love time time travel. travel. But if you could go back in time and choose a younger self, whatever age it is, and give yourself some advice, what age would it be? What advice would you give? Okay. What age would it be? What advice would I give to yes. my younger self? Mm-hmm. And is the, I'm going to do, since we're a relationship podcast, the advice has to do with a uh, relationship. Ooh, so okay. So that would be, <laughs> so I would go to 28 are, are the beginning of 29. So June 20th, 2000 something. <laughs> I don't remember how old I okay, was Okay, so at you 29. just turned 29. I just turned 29. I remember this birthday. I remember all your birthdays. It's okay. my favorite day. So I would go to him. I would go to, and I'm a restaurant manager, yes, I believe. We're living this life. And we are dual income, no kids. Yes. And... I would have some conversations with younger Aaron, 29-year-old Aaron, and it's not that far back from where I am now, about uh, just proper preparation for uh, upcoming things, like uh, like this pandemic. If I could warn him about the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, maybe help him with some more financial advice that I've learned, help with our taxes, mm. stuff like that that will set up our foundation for our family. Like, we're okay now, but we could be better. Right. And so I would do that just just because I know that it's like, man, if I would have known that, it, it would be better. I'm not saying that we're, like, destitute or anything like that, but uh, the preparation, because taxes always hit us So for some reason. We... We don't do something right. So, Every year. <laughs> so I would talk to him about that. I would talk to him about uh, my fitness level, just trying to stay active and having a routine and 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 almost like a encourage, like a pep talk, like, yo, this is your goals, and this is how you get to some of your goals. Keep pushing. Uh, that would be 
that would be I wouldn't I wouldn't be like a fortune teller like ooh this is what's gonna happen in mm-hmm. the future mm-hmm. but this was like uh, like one of my favorite lines from Lion King be prepared uh, and I made up a saying that Lindsay didn't necessarily like luck favors the prepared so yeah luck favors luck favors the prepared so if I'm prepared then uh, whenever that opportunity or that luck strikes, I'm, I'm already in the best opportunity um, to to get what I want. So that's what I would say to 29-year-old Aaron Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I might holler at his wife. I might be like, hey, man, <laughs> let me tell you about that girl. But that's that. I think that's what I would do, and it would be fun. What would, Who would you go back to? And we, I'm, I'm talking any relationship. So it doesn't have to be our relationship. It could mm. be your relationship with your parents or your relationship with a friend or something like that. Uh, so what age would you go back to? What advice would you give? Wow, that's a tough one. And even as you were talking, I was listening, but I was trying to think, what, what am I going to say? Especially because you said relationship. And I'm at the place in my life where there's no regrets, right? God has allowed me to be here with all of my experiences, with all of every situation that has happened. And I'm like, okay, this is who I am. This is who I am because of the things I've overcome. So it's really hard to do this question. And I, unlike you, am not keen to time traveling. I don't need to go back. So this is a, this is a tough question for me, but okay. The first, can I, I'm going to pick two ages just because it's tough. Okay. Um, the first age I would go back to would be 20, 23 year old Lindsay. I would go back to 23 year old Lindsay and tell her to not take out all those loans. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny cause you mentioned something about our finances and finances are a huge part of your life and you know even the word it talks about money and and so it's it's not it it you doesn't say you know you don't need money we need money we need to be responsible and wise and good stewards and so i'm i'm sitting here like like you said we're okay you know we're in a good place with our money but we could be better and i remember dancing all over the world and I'm the type of person that's like oh let me do something else and I remember also saying okay let me go to school let me get my master's and I applied I got in and I didn't have any money because I was a dancer so I took out every loan available yeah I didn't even check to see was there another option I literally was like oh money and then one semester I think I dropped a class and I still got the 5,000 or something and I kept it and I used it like I had no idea what I was doing with my money so I would I would tell that 24 year old girl hey girl look into some things slow your slow down because I'm also a very go 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 person yeah once once your focus is like no no stop there is no I would tell that girl like hey slow down it's gonna prepare you for honestly it prepares you for for marriage because we would be in a different place if we didn't have my student loans yeah and you know they say student loans are good loans but for real guys it's still money going yeah owing people Um, money is always owing people money exactly and um so that's that's the one the second age i would go back to would be 30 and at 30 we lost our first child and 
it was a very hard time and I lost or lost and changed many relationships. Many relationships were altered. And I think that I did the best I could at the time. But if I could go back now knowing, I would tell myself to lean on more people. I would be a little bit more open. Um, I would push myself harder to talk to people because I shut down and I shut people out. I really, I leaned on you and I, I remember that time very vividly because it wasn't that long ago, right? Yeah. So it really wasn't. But at the same time, it's kind of funny because it's like, well, the people who survived were the people that are for you and in your life right now for a reason. True. Okay, so true. That is true. However, I would try a little harder um, because I do know that, like I said, the people in my life right now have shifted and are altered and are still trying to get back to a better place. You know, yeah. so and it would it would cause a little less stress, I would say, in my life right now if it was just copacetic. But that's for another conversation. Yeah. So those are the two. If I could go back, I probably would do those two things. So our listeners, I want you to think about it. What what age would you go back to? Ask, ask your friend, ask your partner, what age would you go back to? And what advice would you... Mm-hmm. What would you say? What it's a tough say? question. It's, it is tough. I mean, the second part of that question for me is if you could look and say somebody from the future coming back to your age right now, what do you think that the future you would say to you? So um. I also want to think about that. Think about my future and what would the future me say to me? Would, maybe he'll say thank you. You've right. you've been doing the things, or or maybe it was like, oh, you you could do this, and now that that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, well, maybe I could do this, mm-hmm. and so that's the second part of the whole, you know, because I I do love time travel, I love time travel movies, I love thinking about the future, I like thinking about goals, mm-hmm. and so I also think sometimes I do funny stuff like uh like when. I have money in my pocket when I put on some jeans and I have money in my pocket. I say thank you to the past me for leaving it there. Oh wow. Like, oh, thank you. You get like, geeky with it. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> it's like uh if you never seen it's like Bill and Ted's uh Excellent Adventure. So they can go uh, anyway, they go back and forth in the past and so they got into trouble, but they knew they were getting in trouble. So they left like the key to the jail in a in a place where they knew it was in the future. So mm-hmm. isn't it, it that thing though, that if you alter the past, you alter the future. So like, had I told myself and we were better with money, what would our, would our future be better or would it be worse? Would it just be different? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't I, see. I don't necessarily believe that, that if you alter the past, you alter the future. Mm-hmm. Only thing, if you change history, then you're going to change, uh, but the past doesn't change. It is what it is. But if you but if you try to remember it differently, then then you're gonna lose the lessons that you're supposed to exactly supposed to learn. Right. But if you're getting still, you're still getting taught that lesson by you. Mm. It's not like you're not getting learn that lesson. Welcome to the "Am I Wrong" segment of First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. This is the part of the show where I give you a situation. And you tell me if I am wrong or if Lindsay is wrong. So I've been on this weight loss kick. I gained some weight and I'm trying to lose weight. If you go back to the first season, I'm supposed to hit uh, certain levels 
uh, on our New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going for it and I'm doing these different type of diet. One of the diets is that I'm intermittent fasting. So I only eat from 11 in the morning to 7 p.m. That's my eating window. And I've been doing it like seven days a week. Some people do it less days. One of the crucial things about that is Lindsay, since we've been married, has always ate breakfast. No matter what, she is a breakfast eater. And we wake up around six, six in the morning, seven in the morning. So she eats, the latest she eats breakfast is about nine. Eight. Eight, <laughs> nine, okay. you pushed it back. Yeah. So eight o'clock is like the latest that she eats. And therefore we don't get to eat our breakfast to together, which we've been doing for years. I mean, Lindsay loves oatmeal. That's what she eats every morning. Her, her Instagram is oatmeal for life. So that's her personal Instagram. So am I wrong for making my window and basically cutting off this uh, private time that we have? Because, I mean, if, if this trend keeps working and I keep losing weight, mm -hmm. I don't know how long I'll be doing this. I could be doing this for, you know, it might turn into a lifestyle change. So am I wrong for kind of eliminating her breakfast time with me wow okay first of all i love this podcast so much this is the first that i'm hearing that he might continue this intermittent fasting because he told me he was going to stop it so i i i did not know this um so which is in one week and my love language is quality time so this will give you a little input on what you should vote right now <laughs> because i i do we've always eaten breakfast together and before we got married Aaron was not a breakfast person, no. but I, which is one of the reasons why he probably gained weight during our first year, I make breakfast every morning. When I tell you it's something that I love, I make breakfast, I will make anything. I mean, I love oatmeal, so I'm always gonna have a side of oatmeal, but it could be pancakes, waffles, grits, anything. And it's- Don't gash yourself up ah, now. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let me tell you though, but the first year I was making everything. Was I, was I not? Okay, yeah. Now he has a different palate. He don't eat meat sometimes because oh. I can't do bacon and eggs. He got to do egg whites. He got to do green. And then one of his closest friends told him that the meal could had to be different colors. So now I had to have orange, yellows, and greens and all of this in one plate. Thank you, Asasha. So, so anyways, all that to say that I'm okay with a little bit of compromise. And so maybe that's a suggestion because like you said, seven days a week, without that quality time by 11 o'clock i'm almost on to my second meal y'all so mm. it's not breakfast anymore and i don't need to eat other meals i actually just eat breakfast and then snack the rest of the day so let us know what you think you can dm us at first comes love tcm you could call the voicemail at 347 true love that is 347-878-5683 or you can email us at let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. Welcome back. Still on the subject of kind of a flashback Friday. We talked about if you could go back, give yourself some advice, what would it be? But now I've, I'm kind of leaning towards if you are rather, are you the type of person that receives advice? Like, do you take advice well? And, mm, okay, you know, if you if you don't take advice well, how could can you fix that? Would you take advice from yourself? 
Yeah. All of that. Okay. Uh, So, like, if I went back to 12-year-old Aaron Mm -hmm. and I said something, he would probably be like, old man, why are you talking to me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like... like, man, I'm not listening to you. I'm not going to listen to you. (laughs) Or even probably, like, 18, 19. Mm. Uh, So... That that's why I guess the first part of the question is like, what age would you go to? Because it's like, what age do you listen? Did you start listening? Did you start listening, right. or do you think you could listen to? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I take advice very well, and I believe criticism sometimes. No advice, yes, and there's a difference to me uh, because criticism doesn't offer advice. In my opinion, it just right. it mm. just tells you all the bad things that you're doing. So there's no solution. Yeah, Lindsay loves to criticize me. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I'm not I'm not gonna say. All right, that's that's hyperbole. Ooh, I used a big. Word. I know you did. You try to gas yourself up right now. Lindsay Lindsay has a habit of criticizing things that I do, mm. which is fine because like I give her a look and stuff. She kind of she kind of notices like. She doesn't offer. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you didn't make up the bed. Oh, you didn't take out the trash. Uh, and it's not That's nagging. Not true. It's not nagging. It's just like criticizing. It's like, oh, maybe you should you should make up the bed right after you wake up or it's something like that. It's an observation criticism oh. because I'm just. Yeah. I'm, it is yeah. okay. Well, then I, I don't know what to say after that. So taking advice, I do take advice. I've always been the type to learn from others. So if I see somebody else doing uh, the right thing or the right, wrong thing, I try to take from what they what they did, what they didn't do. Mm-hmm. I I believe people experiences, and that's uh, after my own experiences. I had to realize. So that's around thirty. I had to realize other people had different experiences, and so now I believe their experiences. Mm. So I'm like, okay, well, if they're telling me this was going on. Uh, then, then I'm going to listen. Sometimes I listen uh, with a grain of salt. Like my parents, they did grow up di- differently than me, but they've been 34, 33 before, and I haven't been 60. Ooh, 68. Yeah, I haven't been 68 yet. So they've been my age. I haven't been their age. So I do, I do take advice. There is a, a way and a finesse to do it for me. Um, I cannot take advice from people who I do not deem had the experience. So if somebody is heavy set and they're trying to tell me about what to eat and how to work out and how to stay focused, I'm mm-hmm. not going to listen to that person because even though they might know how to do it, they might be a coach or something like that. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just like, no. I need to, I'm, I'm more of a visual, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that's why, like, some people are, like, financial advisors. And I feel like a financial survi- uh, financial advisor, to me, needs to come up with, like, a nice car, Lamborghini, a Benz, or something like that, you know? That would, in that, order maybe to that give person's me fun- not doing good with I know, money. maybe they're not. But, <laughs> like, I, I'm kind of like the show me. You got to show me mm, uh, that that you're making it. If you're pulling up in a Hyundai or something, I'm like, oh, well, you need to, let me let me help you with your 401k. I'm like, uh. See, that's interesting, because that person is probably out of debt with stacks and racks of investments yep. and all of that. But I, I do hear what you're saying. It's 
it's what you see. And so it's kind of like you can't take advice from somebody that you're not seeing them in the place that you want to be. Mm-hmm. You don't, if you drive a Hyundai and this person drives a Hyundai, you, you're not seeing it. Yes. Like, I mean, sometimes uh, you talk about things as a man and I'm like, you, you don't have an, you don't have ideas. That about is that. true. I do not. Okay. Okay. That is true. I do not. That's true that I shouldn't do that, which I do not. Oh, okay. That's what's true about mm-hmm. that statement because you shouldn't talk about things as a woman. And, I, and, and you I try, always yeah, say, I try not to. I'm not pregnant. I'm not female. Yeah. I'm not black. So yeah. there you and, have it. And so that's one of the things that I, I really, I feel like I take advice. Mm. Uh, only from through, in the lived experience. Yeah, in, in that experience, when I believe, and I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to believe people's experiences, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, it's, it's tough. Criticism is tough because I feel like it doesn't offer advice. It's just, you know, almost throwing shade. How do you feel about you being a person who takes advice or criticism? Yeah, you know what? I've always been one to listen to people. And listen, knowing that I'm going to make my own decision. (laughs) So that is number one. But also, you know, it depends on the topic. It is hard for me to take advice about dance, if you will, right? Or criticism about dance, because I know the work that I put into it or, you know, and it's my profession. And so, especially like you said, if it's from somebody who I don't deem to be as good of a dancer as me or something like that, yeah. I, I really wouldn't necessarily listen. Um, but advice overall, advice, I, I do listen to it. I listen to it saying, you know what, I could use some of that. It's interesting because when you were talking, you were talking about your parents and your parents giving you advice. They are generations away from us. And so most likely for me, I actually wouldn't listen to your parents or listen to my parents, if you will, about something in my 20s or something in my 30s because they're so far removed. So much has changed. Like if my mom tried to give me advice about pregnancy, Mm -hmm. the last time she was pregnant was 30, 40 years ago. So much has changed. Okay, that was it's, a, no. It's, uh, it's thirty, true. forty years ago. It's it's her oldest child is forty something. I know you said the last time she was pregnant. You're yeah. right, and, yeah. I, and I did. Okay, you're right, you're right. So, but I'm just saying, yeah. I'm, yeah, no. But the last time it's true because I'm thirty four. I would say this though. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, the more things change, the more some stuff stays the same. Like it, right, like human nature is basically the same. So if but, you're in your 20s and she's giving you an advice about certain guys and how they act and how they move, the game ain't changed. No, it has. Okay. I have to disagree. It has. Because here's the thing. Also, and also, especially if it's unsolicited. So it's it's mm. that's a huge difference for me. If I'm asking for advice, which I do, I've, if I'm asking for advice and I'm more open to receive advice, if you're giving me advice that I did not ask for, it's it's got to be, you know, it's got to be on the right timing. It's got to be God's timing for me to actually hear it. And I just think that's true of anything. So so if you would have went back to 30-year-old Lindsay mm-hmm. and you are, you're shut down, mm-hmm. do you think you would have received that advice? Because it would have off top been unsolicited. Right. That's true. I mean, yes, because it's for me. It also, again, 
who am I getting the advice from? Some people automatically, I cannot receive advice from. Mm. And it could be good advice, like you said. It could be lived advice, somebody who's lost their home or what have you, and they're trying to give me money advice. You know, yeah. and for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, I'm not able to hear that. Or it could be you. Like you said, like sometimes when you tell me I'm beautiful, I don't hear it. Oh, you don't hear it at all. No. <laughs> and that's not advice, but it's just an example of, you know, it depends on the person for me. So it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of factors, but I will say I take advice. I take advice well. So <laughs> you don't take criticism well at all. But who takes criticism well? Some people do. Some people are like, okay, I'll take that. I don't know one person that's like, that. you right, you right. Nobody mm-hmm. does that. You know, like in, in sports, I remember my dad, uh, when I played, and it was like YMCA League or something like that. It, was, it wasn't anything big, but it was big to me. And so I would have good games. I would have like... I don't know, 15 points and, you know, rebounds, and we won the game and stuff like that. And my dad, I'll get in the car, and he'll be like, you missed that free throw in the third quarter. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but that pushed me. So I think sometimes people uh, do the criticism to push you to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was only in that. If you if you would have did that for something else, I probably wouldn't have uh, – Received it. Received it as well. But there is sometimes that people take criticism uh, when, I won't say people, I'll talk about me. Sometimes I do take criticism when I see the person as an authority of whatever it is they're criticizing me for. Mm -hmm. So if if you're talking about my dancing, if I'm trying to do ballet or something like that, Mm -hmm. or I'm trying to do stretching, you would criticize me. You're like, you need to do, uh, no, it's not even you need to do, you'll say, I don't know, your form is bad. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's a criticism. Okay. Uh, and so I try to correct it. Just telling me that my form is bad is a criticism. If you say your form is bad, this is how you fix it. That's advice to me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I, if I deem somebody the authority of this, subject or whatever subject that is i might take criticism better than than just somebody i i deem at the same level right just throwing shade like yeah they'll just be like oh i'm like because i feel that people would throw criticism towards me to to kind of make them feel better about themselves instead of helping you yeah instead of helping yeah so that's why i don't really like criticism like that but um, another part I wanted to talk to you about is say you want to help somebody out and you want to give advice it, they're not asking for advice, but you, you, from your experiences, you see what's going on or you could, you could see one of the possibilities of what's, what's going on because you're not a fortune teller. How do you approach that person with that advice? Mm-hmm. That's hard because I am, especially now, I'm very much hands off. Um, So you have to, one, be very, I have to be close to you. Because I'm not a confrontation person. And I feel like if I'm going to approach you and say, hey, you know, I see that you're doing whatever it may be. And I just, you know, when when I did it this way and then the advice would continue, um, 
I would feel more comfortable doing that with someone that I'm close to, someone that even if I'm not close to them, someone that knows that I'm coming from a good place, someone that knows my heart and saying, you know what, they're saying this to me because they love me. Because usually advice is something that you're doing wrong, right? You're doing something wrong. You're going the wrong way. I am trying to steer you back. I'm trying to help you do something differently. And so that could be advice about weight, which is a sensitive topic. Advice about relationships, which is a sensitive topic. I have lost friends to that these things and it's like, well, I didn't think that person was good for you and or you know, I can't support that. And so I will speak up about it and it didn't go well. Yeah. So that that's a hard one. Um and it's not and the thing about it is is the interesting is the other person has to be willing to say, this person is telling me this because they love me yeah. and not because they think they're better than me. Because people can easily look at our relationship and say, oh, they, she thinks she's better. Yeah. She thinks she knows better because of this and that. And she went to school or she did this. And, and that's not it. It's almost it's what I would want to save you the heartbreak from. Yeah. Like, same thing with if I see somebody and it's like, every pregnancy is different. But if I could just tell you, you know what, girl, check your blood pressure. You don't have to have anything wrong with you and your situation is not the same as mine. But I want to save. I, I do. I want to help. And so your question <laughs> was how would I give advice? I would pray about it first because I really, I think that God will give you a sign, an opening, an opening to say, especially if it's just like a quiet, still moment in the car, you know, or something that he will say, you know what, speak to her, speak to him about it, you know, and bring it up. And that would be my lead in because I'm not just going to talk off the cuff anymore because it has led disastrously for me. But and, and you know, and that's OK, because obviously that was a situation. Maybe they heard it. Maybe they'll hear it later. But I would definitely wait for an opening. Thank you all for joining us doing our flashback Friday, talking about giving advice and just having the conversations with people. So please reach out, tell us who's wrong on the Am I Wrong? And just anything you want to share, you can DM us, First Comes Love, TCM. If you would like to be on the podcast, you can always call the voicemail at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. You can email us at Let's Talk at First Comes Love, then comes marriage.com. See you next Friday. Thank y'all. My chair is squeaky. 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 (laughs) Okay, hold on, hold on, I'm ready. Welcome back. (laughs) It was a little too high. Hi, Grover. (laughs) Okay. They they did grow up differently than me, Mm -hmm. but I mean, they did grow up. Here we go. We are on all the platforms. I don't know what I'm saying. You never do. I know. You just be making it up. Hold on, I love to make it up. You I don't have a script. Do quick, I'm quick gonna, things. Quick be, hits. I'm, quick hits. Okay, okay. Are you ready? <laughs> You're not ready. I'm ready. ready. You can email us. Let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage podcast. That's not the email.
<laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> Did you get the voice phone number? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening.